was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Barron. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. Oh, it's been good. a good day. So it has things, been. things are good. So, hey, we all know the importance of eating a healthy diet. Yes. You know, we, do. we know that it's important. <laughs> I could tell by the tone uh, in your voice that you yes, really endorse do. that concept. <laughs> no, no, it's it's, I do it's not easy. It like, I'm not saying it's easy, but we know that we got to yeah. have the right combination of carbs and yes. fats and proteins and vitamins and minerals and all those good things, right? Yeah. For me, I think, and for many people, when you think about those elements and you think about protein, you always think about meat right. or animal products, milk yes. and cheese. That's what I think of. Yeah. But I found an article in Bicycling Magazine of all places. Wow. It was called 23 Vegetables that are surprising sources of protein, oh. written by Paul Kita, and I. We're not going to get through all twenty-three. We don't okay. have time for that. But I thought I'd share a few of these Little, surprising I was vegetables. Say, be surprising to me. Yeah. No. Okay. No. There's one thing that doctors and dietitians across the planet agree. We all know that we got to eat more vegetables. Eating right. vegetables is good for you. They contain fiber. They've got antioxidants that help fight diseases. There's a host of important essential vitamins right. and minerals that help you generally feel well so there's a lot of good reasons to dig into the fruits and yes. vegetables but they, but some of the vegetables also do contain protein and hmm. protein is a macronutrient that can help you build and maintain muscle so right. it's important so i want to say just a couple of things straight before we jump into the list and and that is this first of all vegetables do not contain as much protein as animal sources right. they just don't for comparison's sake a cup one cup of chopped and diced chicken breast has 43 grams of protein mm-hmm. so keep that number in mind 43 yeah. grams uh, vegetables that follow that I'm going to talk about in just a minute here do have higher protein levels relative to other vegetables, right. but you're not going to eat a, you know, a cup right. of a vegetable and get 43 grams of protein. Right. And as I said, we're not going to touch on all 23, but just a few of them that I thought would, you know, you'd find interesting. Okay. Well, I do this all for you. <laughs> I know. And I appreciate it. <laughs> Number one, edamame. Oh, yeah. You know what that is, right? I do. So I, I do. didn't used to know what it is. Now I know uh-huh. what it is. They're soybeans that are in yeah. the pod. They're snackable. They are. Uh, yeah, if you just put a little bit of salt. sea salt on mm. them, dip them in some soy sauce, they're really good. Yes. And they have about 11 grams of protein oh, per cup. So wow. it's a good source of protein yeah. there. Uh, number two won't surprise you, and that's pinto beans. Oh. Mm-hmm. So we know that beans are a great source of protein. Mm-hmm. Pinto beans in particular have seven grams of protein per half cup. Oh, wow. So you can use them as you would any bean you can mix them with rice you yeah. can stir them into chili you can put them in your tacos yeah but another great source of protein uh, here's another one that i didn't think about but it makes sense and that's peas really yeah so they're kind of related to the beans ish yeah. kind of a little bit um peas if you eat uh three quarters of a cup of peas you'll consume five grams of protein oh so that's not it's not a cup of chicken no but you still got some protein in there here's one that i really love but i didn't realize had protein in it baked potatoes Wow, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't either. So baked potatoes, uh, one large potato has seven grams of protein and all, all kinds of other good things, especially if you eat the peeling. Yeah. So sometimes potatoes get a little bit of a bad rap there, yeah. uh, a starch, and starch there's and, some issues yeah. there, but seven grams of protein. So don't necessarily skip the potatoes right. when you're offered, especially a baked potato. Huh. Uh, here's another one, spinach. 
Oh. Did you know that? No. For every cup of fresh spinach you eat, you'll consume about one gram of protein. So not a ton of not protein, just a, a little ton. bit. But it also, you know, can be a supplement and lots of other right. vitamins and minerals and good right. things about spinach. Just ask Popeye. Yeah. He, he knows he knows all about it, right? <laughs> Do you like Brussels sprouts? No. Yeah. So usually when people say, oh, vegetables that I hate, Brussels sprouts end up at the top yes. of the list, right? So I just kind of... Um, believed everybody and I just thought they must be really bad yeah. but uh, since since I've grown up and you know that I like to try things every yes. once in a while yes. see if my taste buds have changed yes. I kind of like them I'm not going to say they're my very favorite vegetable right but I can eat Brussels sprouts they also have four grams of protein so wow. there's some protein in there I, I'm sure I've tasted some that are really good <laughs> are you sure I think it but depends. But they're few on the, and far between. I think it depends on the preparation. I think so too, and so yeah. probably they're fried. I don't know, deep fried, yeah, breaded. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I said, I I, I have come into Brussels sprouts in my right. older years, but I kind of like them. I kind of like uh-huh. them. Uh, the last one, this one also surprised me, and there are others, and I'll share the link in our in our show notes. But uh-huh. sweet corn. Oh, really? So a medium cob, corn on the cob, carries about three grams of protein as well as three grams of fiber. And, it, you know, we were coming into summer, so Yeah, I love corn on the yeah, cob. Yeah, there's, there's others out there, but I just wanted yeah. to give you a taste yeah. of what's available in the produce <laughs> I saw aisle. You did, there. did you see that? <laughs> I did. I want to give you a taste of what's available in the produce aisle as you're hopping huh. up on your protein intakes. So nice. A few things to think about. Today's guest. I know, I'm so excited. Today's guest has competed at the Huntsman World Senior Games for 12 12 years wow. and Lil, she's already registered to play softball again this year. She's not wasting any time. No. Several months ago, Sharon Cleveland entered an essay contest that was mm-hmm. sponsored by the Frito Lay Company. It was a nationwide contest, and the rules were that you had to write an essay with the theme, I'm never gonna give up. Aww. So Sharon, an avid senior softball player, wrote her essay, and doggone it, she won the whole shebang. Mm. So we're excited to visit with Sharon today. That is awesome. Sharon, how are you today? Yes. I'm doing good. Doing good. Thank you. Well, welcome to the show. Yes, I, welcome. I, I want to know a little bit about this contest. Yeah. So, So tell me, how did you hear about it, first of all? Well, I happened to be on the computer, and uh, I can't remember all of a sudden, you know, how things pop up, advertisements and whatever. Yeah. And here was this thing from Frito-Lay, and it talked about uh, entering their contest, and you had to write in, uh, I think it was 350 words or less, and incorporate in your essay uh, what you never wanted to ever give up. And uh, I thought about it for a few minutes, and I knew immediately what I never wanted to ever give up. And and so I started writing, and uh, I submitted it, and that was last December. And uh, just a couple of weeks ago, my husband and I were sitting here in the living room, and our front door bell rang, and there was a postman with a special delivery package, and in the packet was a letter telling me that uh, out of thousands of entries that they received that I had won, and in it was a uh, check for $1,000. Wow. Sharon, <laughs> first of all, Congratulations yes. on the essay contest. But more yeah. important than that, congratulations on being a senior athlete and knowing yes. that that's your thing, that you're yes. not going to give up. I think that's amazing. So so you get this registered letter, this this uh, <laughs> you know, this Ed McMahon moment when he's standing there with your publisher's clearinghouse check. <laughs> right. Um, how did that feel? Like you had to have felt pretty good about that. 
Well, uh, number one, I was shocked. I had no idea what this package was because uh, it didn't say Frito-Lay on it. It said (laughs) the name of the media company, I guess, who handled the contest. Okay. So until I actually got the packet opened uh, and saw it, I sat there stunned. And my husband kept saying, well, what is it? What is it? What is it? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I had mentioned to him that I'd entered this contest, but of course it was months, you know, before, three or so months before. Anyway, we both kind of just sat there stunned. It just, it just took a minute to register that uh, that somebody that that I was there were six judges I was told, and that I was able to touch six judges' heart hearts, and uh, that they could relate to what I was saying yeah. and how I felt. So again, congratulations! What yeah. a what a great uh, story! What a great example! Um, we're not going to have time to read the entire letter, but give us an overview of what it is that you wrote about. We we know that you're a senior athlete, um, but what what went into the heart and soul of this letter that touched the the judges' hearts? And uh, tell us a little bit about you know what what was the content of what you wrote there. Well, I think basically uh, when I started uh, my little essay, I told them that I I was 79 and that uh, obviously they knew I was a senior citizen and that I played senior women's tournament softball. And uh, I, I also let them know that there was a lot of senior ladies playing senior softball and that I'd played in just about every state in the union in some, some form or another. And I'd met ladies from all over the United States who shared the same passion and love for playing softball and uh, I, I had a picture when the judges were reading this wondering if maybe we ran to first base uh, with our uh, <laughs> walkers <laughs> and uh, I wanted to know that, uh, that we run uh, we can throw the ball and that we can catch the ball and uh, I, I just I wanted the judges to know that there's still women out there uh, senior women who, who can still play ball yeah. and then I also uh, mentioned in it uh, uh, one of my favorite places and a lot of women's favorite places to play happened to be the Huntsman's Senior World Games yeah. and uh, told them what a beautiful place it was in St. George, Utah and how uh, to be out on the ball field and standing behind home plate and looking out and seeing the uh, the beautiful mountains and, and, and the uh, uh, the buttes and, and everything. It's just, it's just a breathtaking. The first time I ever walked into Canyons Complex there in St. George, I stood there awestruck. Oh, yeah. And, and it's something that I'll always remember. And I mentioned that in my uh, oh. little essay. <laughs> and then I also talked about how uh, some women dream of diamonds. A lot of women dream of diamonds. Well, the diamonds <laughs> that us ladies that play senior softball dream about are the diamonds with the sparkling white bases and the brick-colored infield and the emerald-colored outfields. That's our diamonds. We don't need diamond jewelry. Oh, I love that. I do, too. I love that. Um, I I have had the chance to read your essay. It's very well written. It's very inspiring. And it's such a great example. And and I I love how you you went... from the assumption that they may not understand what it is that you do and then you just painted this beautiful picture right. of what senior sports is all about senior softball in your case but senior sports in general that um, you don't have to quit you don't have right. to quit you can keep going and keep doing the things that you want to do now yep. I, obviously you're still out there you're still playing you're still traveling you're still you know enjoying the, the friendship the camaraderie of senior sports and senior softball with all of your teammates um, have you always been able to play softball? Throughout your whole life? 
Well, uh, when I was a young girl, uh, 10 years old, as a matter of fact, uh, I played hardball with a boys' little league team. Okay. And we actually practiced every Tuesday and Thursday. But back in the 1950s, girls couldn't play. So on Saturday, when the boys I played with or practiced with put their uniforms on and went out on the field to play, Sharon sat in the bleachers and had to watch. And as a 10-year-old little girl, it broke my heart. Yeah. And I just I used to tell my mom and dad, you know, it's not fair. How come, you know, the boys get to play and I don't get to play? <laughs> so that, that, was, that was really a toughie. Anyway, of course, as I got older, when I played some softball when I was in high school. But uh, when I was uh, 29, I started my own business. Okay. I was actually a heating and air conditioning contractor for 31 years. Wow. wow. And uh, I was the first female licensed heating and air conditioning contractor in the state of California on November 15th, 1971. Wow. So, for awesome. years, I didn't play any ball. I worked 12-hour days. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when I sold my business, I actually sold my business to two guys that had worked for me, one 16 years and one 20 years. They bought my business. And then I was free. And it just so happened up that I read uh, in a newspaper about a women's senior recreational league was starting. I was 64 years old. I hadn't played any ball for over 50 years. And I went ahead and signed up to play in this women's senior league. this year will be my 16th league uh, year of playing in this women's senior league. And that's how I started playing softball again. I literally had not played any softball for 50 years up until I was 64 years old. Wow. I love that story because it kind of resonates and echoes the experience of so many of our athletes. Yes. So, some of them, maybe even many of them, are able to play a sport as a youth and then continue throughout their professional right. career. And then they continue right into their senior years. But but many more are not able to. A lot of people have that experience that you just described, Sharon. Thing, right. Things happen. Life happens. Work, family, obligations. Um, you know, and sometimes you have to take the things that you love and set them aside for just a little bit. But what I love about the Huntsman World Senior Games and senior sports in general is that we get a chance to come back to do the thing that we love to do that we don't have to give it up, right? Right. Yep. Never give up. I love. That's the whole the whole the whole thesis that I was trying to uh, put across was that uh, even though. Uh, I couldn't play all those years. I still had the dream, you know, the dream and the passion were still in my heart and that I am able to play today. I thank the Lord every night when I say my prayers that I am able at 79 years old to go out and play the game I love. Yeah. Well, we love that you're able to do the same thing as well. And let, let me also just comment on this that. Listen, we've got progress to make still. We, there's there's room for improvement across yes. the board, but I'm so glad that the girls get to play yes. now. Yes. And that we have an opportunity to uh, you know allow people to come back to those things that maybe like in your experience Sharon, they didn't really get to fully enjoy as youths. Yeah. And now they get a chance to just really relive those glory days and 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 begin and and start their own glory days uh at this point in their lives. Yeah. So so thank you for yeah. leaving Leading the way and being a pioneer and recognizing what was right and what was right. not right and and feeling you know the, all those feelings that disappointment that frustration that anger and then carrying it on and being able to come back to it that's amazing right 
Every time I step on the field, I feel like a little kid again. <laughs> I love that. I love that. At 79 years old. Now, you, as I mentioned at the beginning of your introduction, you have already registered for the for yes. this year, for the Huntsman World Senior Games. Tell me the name of your team this year. It's called 60 Cents. 60 Cents. Six, now, 60 Cents, yeah. Now, tell us, play, uh, tell us the story I'm, I'm behind that. But my, my players are in this. We play in the 65 bracket age 65 bracket. We have women uh, starting from age 67 and then all the way up into 70s. <coughs> so um, you're playing down a little bit, it sounds like, but uh, yeah. you, you do have yeah. some, some so players. It's my team. I, I, I manage and coach the team. Okay. Okay. So 60 cents, where does that come from? What is it? Is it S-E-N-S-E or C-N-T-S? It's C-E-N-T-S. Okay. C-E-N-T-S. Excuse me. Yeah. Like, like the money. So 60 cents. What was the uh-huh. thought process in naming the team? I, I love some of the names of our softball, volleyball teams are so yeah. creative. Actually, uh, uh, Kyle and Lil, I uh, took this team over three years ago from okay. a lady named Gail Hatton who had started the team. Okay. And when she started it, it was a 55 team and the team was called Double Nickels. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a terrific name, Double yeah. Nickels. And uh, when all the women got way past the Double Nickels stage and got into the 60s, it became 60 cents. <laughs> and uh, so kind of now, uh, since we're entered as a 65 team at Huntsman, uh, we're calling it 60 cents plus five. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, no, I, I love it. I love it. I love the progression there from yeah, double nickel yeah. to 60 cents and then the plus five. That's fantastic. Yeah, 60 cents plus five. I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to be Our watching. Our team uh, actually played in a tournament in January in Palm Springs, and uh, they asked us since we were we had more women 70s than we did 60s by a long ways, yeah. they asked us, uh, could we change our name? And so I just said, well, okay, make it 60 cents plus five plus five. <laughs> <laughs> that fits very, very well on the back of the jersey, right? right? <laughs> so let me ask you this, Sharon. You've obviously been playing for you know a decade and a half, coming coming up on two decades uh, again for the second time around. Uh, you've mentioned that you're 79 years old. Um, you also wrote this essay that says, "I'm never going to give it up." Um, but how 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 much longer do you have in you? I mean, are you going to keep on going right up until? you can't go anymore what are your thoughts about that well like like one of the things i said in the essay i'm just going to keep on keeping on <laughs> and what i meant by that is i'm going to keep on keeping on until i can't and uh, as long as i it's really funny actually uh, i had a doctor's appointment this morning just a yearly checkup that we have and uh, uh, he always uh, makes a big thing about it the doctor does uh, dr <laughs> schwartz is his name and he called in both his secretary and his bookkeeper to tell them that i was going to be playing in fort lauderdale in two weeks in in the nationals yeah and uh, the girls looked at him and said well how long can she keep playing and he says as long as she wants. Aww, <laughs> I love that. I do, yeah, and yeah, it is. I thought that. So I, you know, I just as long as I, I have uh, my health is okay, and uh, he 
doesn't see any problem with me uh, not playing. Uh, I'm just I just want to keep on keeping on. Yeah, yeah. I love it, and you can, Sharon. You can keep playing yeah. as, as long as you want. Yeah, that is you know, for I sure. Hope so I, I really do. <laughs> so I'm look, hoping that I get to meet uh, both of you uh, one of these days. Hopefully, in Huntsman this year, you'll look me up. I'd really like to meet both of you. Absolutely. Yeah, I hope that we can uh, have a chance to sit down and, and visit for a minute. Yeah, I do want to ask you. You've been coming to the Huntsman World Senior Games now for uh, uh, quite a while. Twelve years. This will be your twelfth year. I'm wondering if you have a memory that stands out above the others of just competing, being a part of it. What do you What do you think of when you think of the Huntsman World Senior Games? One thing I remember uh, the first time I'd ever did this last year. I played in two different divisions. I played with my team, the '65 uh, team, the '60 cents, and I also played <clears throat> with a '70s team. So I was there. I got to spend the whole week there, oh. and um, that really meant a lot that I could could play in two different age divisions and you know meet the, the ladies on the uh, '70s team. I had never played with this team before. I really didn't know anybody. They had just uh, heard about me and asked me to play. So I got to meet a whole, like, 15 more uh, women. And the team was called the Golden Girls, and they're uh, located in Virginia. So I got to meet all these East Coast ladies that I had never met before. (laughs) And that really meant a lot to me. Yeah. You know, and uh, again, you kind of touched on several themes that are reoccurring themes here at the Games. But that idea of being introduced to new people that you've never met, met before that now become friends is a reoccurring theme. And we love being able to be a part of that and to facilitate that. And are you, do you think you'll get to play with them again this year, or is the jury Actually, out on that uh, one? I heard early on that for some reason, and I'm not not too sure what the reason is, that that team is not coming. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so far this year, I'm just going to be with my team, yeah. unless somebody asked me to play at the last minute or whatever. That kind of happened to me in March. Uh, a team called the Las Vegas Neons, which is a 75 team, the uh, coach about a week before uh, the games in Bullhead City called and ask uh, if I would play with them there because they were short a person. So again, I played with a team that I didn't know too many people on and met a whole bunch of new people and it was really fun. I love it. I love that you're able to take full advantage of that and it sounds like you truly do. Um, And then, you know, just to be a part of of this amazing tournament as well, there's over a hundred women's teams that have registered. Uh, You know, they play over multiple days, multiple age groups and to be able to be a part of that and for us to be able to be a part of it is really special. It's something that we don't take for granted. It's something right. that we really appreciate. Sharon, you, you've got such this great personality. I do hope that we get a chance to <laughs> run into too. each other when you're here in St. George in October. But I'm wondering, we've got about 30 seconds. What advice do you have for people who are listening right now and thinking, wow, Sharon's amazing. Um, I don't know if I could do that. What would you tell that person? I would tell that person uh, to, to get out of their chairs, their uh, <laughs> recliners or whatever they're doing, if they aren't you know, getting exercise or whatever, get out and start out walking around the block and find out what, they're, what they can do, you know, what their limitations are and what they think they can do. And uh, if they've had some passion in their life of, uh, I don't care if it's bowling or archery or track or basketball or whatever, uh, get out, shoot some hoops. 
oops, uh, you know, try something, and you know what? It they may still have some shelf life uh, in them. And they can start playing some sports. Great, great advice. I think we all, if we try hard enough, right. somewhere have a little bit of shelf life left right. in us, right? <laughs> Sharon, thank you so much yes, for joining thank us you, today. Sharon. Thanks for your example. Thanks yeah. for the essay that you wrote. Congratulations yeah. once again on the big win. And we really look forward to seeing you here in St. George, Utah in October yep. at the Huntsman World Senior Games. Well, thank you so very much for having me. I really appreciate <laughs> it. And I really enjoyed myself. Awesome. <laughs> we'll, we'll be keeping an eye out for you. Yes, we will. Lil. I know. Isn't that inspiring? Yes. Doesn't and that just make you want to be better yes, do more? Yes. Oh, and just and to start it, I mean, she started early, but yeah. then at 64 to just jump right back in. It's never too late, It's not Kyle. too late. It's not too late. You just got to do it. Oh, keep on yeah. keeping on. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> That's right. A couple of quick things just to wrap us up here. As we've been talking about all year long, registration is open for the games. If you mm-hmm. want to be a part of this event like Sharon is, it's yeah. not too late. All the information you need to know about rules, dates, registration, all that stuff is at Senior games.net. Yep. We've been talking again all year long about this as well. It's our 35th anniversary year. We're celebrating all year long. One of the ways, one of the many ways is that we're giving away 35 registration fee waivers. So you want to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, make sure that you're not missing out on opportunities to win a 2022 registration fee waiver for the games. Also um, check your email box because we're sending out our monthly email and within those emails, you're also going to find opportunities opportunities to win a registration fee waiver. 35 of them up for grabs. We've given away several, but we've got a lot more to go. We want to remind you to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show, we turn it into a podcast, and of course you can subscribe anywhere that you find your favorite podcasts. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review, and then you can find this as well as previous shows Mm -hmm. right at our website website. Once again, SeniorGames.net. Lil, today's inspirational thought comes from John Ron. He says, happiness is not by chance, but by choice. Mm. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.